And please turn to John chapter 11, please. John chapter 11. We all know about the resurrection of Lazarus. So I want to read verse 4. When Jesus heard that about Lazarus was sick, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Roman chapter 15. I've got three texts. So the second one is Roman chapter 15. And we're going to read verse 7. Roman 15 and verse 7. Wherefore, receive ye one another, as Christ also received us to the glory of God. The third one, you should almost know it. First Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 31. First Corinthians 10 and 31. Whether therefore ye eat or drink, whatsoever ye do, do all for the glory of God. My little devotion or meditation is for the glory of God. Why are we here again this morning? For the glory of God. Why are we breathing again today? Well, for the glory of God. Why do we have so much thing that the Lord has given us? For the glory of God. So it's my little thought this morning. You know, to think why we're doing it, give energy, give joy, give strength to keep on doing it day after day because the goal is so great that we are able to keep on going by his strength. So we know that there, our greatest purpose on earth is for the glory of God. Now, what, what, what will be the goal of us being in glory? <laughs> well, it would be for the glory of God too. So heaven or hurt, the goal is the same, the glory of God. So in John chapter 11, we are to remember that affliction is for the glory of God. In Romans chapter 15, we have to remember that our relation, one another, is for the glory of God. And in 1 Corinthians 10, 10, our reason for our action is for the glory of God. So you got affliction, you got relation, and you got action. Everything is there <laughs> for the glory of God. What a, an amazing statement to think that we are living for the glory of God. And I was looking for, always looking for a good definition of the glory of God. And I found one uh, tire. I don't know if I say it right. Tire books on, uh, uh, on Greek. And he says this about the glory. He says, the kingly majesty, which belonged to him as supreme ruler. Majesty in the sense of the absolute 
perfection of his deity. Words are hard to find, to define the glory of God. But that's what we're living for, the glory of God. Now, what a wonderful purpose. I was hearing uh, uh, Billy Graham yesterday, an old message, and he, he was saying, and he was talking about someone in one of the university, can't remember which one, but he says, what, what is the main problem on, on the campus of that university? He says, lack of purpose. They're studying, but there's no really goal into it and all that. And, but what a reason we have to live, dear brother and dear sister. We're living for the glory of God. What a beautiful and eternal purpose. That should put joy in our heart. I was like our dear brother Scott Polly, enjoying the journey. We cannot enjoy the journey unless we look, we remember the purpose of the journey. So I was thinking about first about affliction. We all hear on our call and many other, you know, and the older we get, the more we learn about people being afflicted with different problems and, and disease. And when I was thinking about uh, here, when the Lord says that sickness, the goal of that sickness is for the glory of God. But if I don't remember that is for the glory of God, I will be devastated. You know, I will be all troubled. Because as the Lord you know, is before the tomb and he says to remove the stone, what is the reaction here of uh, Martha? Well, we read in verse uh, in verse of, uh, 39, he says, uh, he says, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinked, for he had been dead for four days. Jesus said unto her, uh, he said unto her, said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Believe and the glory of God. You know, there's three things I ask the Lord. Lord, increase my faith. Lord, teach me to pray. And the last one is, Lord, show me thy glory. <laughs> That's what Moses asked. So, no, we see that if I don't believe God, then I'll be overwhelmed with all my affliction and problem. But the goal of the affliction is not to look at the affliction, but to the goal of it is the glory of God. Now, when we see a Christian living for, for Christ and how he lived, uh, Billy Graham was stating about, I don't know if you ever heard of it, but it really helped me. Turn with me, I said it was last reference, but I have to be careful. Uh, I'm, sometimes I'm getting old and all excited, so I have to be careful with that. <laughs> 149, Psalm 149, Psalm 149. And Billy Graham was telling this about his mother as she was dying on her deathbed. And he says this, he says that uh, she had been in a coma for you know, a couple of days or so. And then the last day before she went to be in glory, she you know, sit in the bed and she quote that verse. Verse 5, let the saint be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their bed. 
What a way to go. Boy, I want to go this way. When I'll be dying, I hope I'll be able to quote that verse. <laughs> no, to go, to, to let them sing aloud upon their bed what they sing about, about the glory of God. If we live for the glory of God, we will think about it and we will sing about it and we will tell people about the glory of God. And I was thinking about 2 Corinthians 4, 17. For Paul says this, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, work for us as far more exceeding an eternal weight of glory. Yes, sir, glory. We live for his glory. Whatever happened to us is for his glory. So much more could be said, but I want to stop there. Secondly, our relation. We are to, uh, to, to uh, receive one another for the glory of God. Last week, we talked about unity a lot among us. Why do we want unity? For the glory of God. It honor God when God sees that. And I'm sure the devil hates it as much as he can. But for us, we receive one another, as we are doing right now in prayer, for the glory of God. What a beautiful purpose. But if I forget that purpose, then we're going to do like the Galatians, devouring one another. We are together for the glory of God. And the last one, which includes our time of prayer together, is that our action, that whatever we eat or drink, let's do all for the glory of God. No, we eat and drink many times during the day. And uh, do we remember it's for the glory of God? I was thinking about a word in English. You got buffet and buffet. We are to buffet the body, but we like better to go to a buffet and increase the body, which is not too good. <laughs> but we are to do all for the glory of God. And you see, God in his grace has given us something. Whatever you have, whatever you eat or drink, if you take too much, no joy in it. You feel weight, then you don't, you're not happy. If I take too much, there's only one thing I cannot take too much of the Lord. But all the rest, physical things, too much, it's no good. So when we do it for the glory of God, well, we won't spend all our energy on it, or we won't think all about it, but we will think about him. So the goal of the glory of God is to center our mind, our thought, on him and him only. What a wonderful God we have that he wants us to live for his glory. Amen.